Hello Space Watchers, I'm Emma, the editor-in-chief of Spacewatch Global, and this is a new episode of Space Cafe Radio, your radio channel dedicated to emerging trends and live conferences in the space sector. Presented by Spacewatch Global and USPA, the EU agency for the space program, this free episode mini-series dwells into some core mission of USPA, security, EGNSS, satellite-based service delivery, and GovSatCom. As USPA's responsibility grow in tandem with the increasing number of components in the U-Space program, this series strives to elevate awareness and understanding of the program's dynamic and evolving needs. Hello, Space Watchers, and welcome to another episode of Space Cafe Radio. The speaker today, our guest, is Orgos Sinefakis, the GovSatcom program manager at USPA. Welcome to our program. Orgos, it's fantastic to have you here with us. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Nice to be with you and uh, having the opportunity to answer to your question and inform the audience about GovSatCom. Thank you very much. This is exactly the reason why we're here. Maybe, Horgos, together we can start from a general introduction about what is GovSatCom. Can you help us to understand? Yes, of course. Let's start with some very basic things like the satellite communications. Satellite communications have been used extensively by governmental users, by governments, in many cases, especially when there are disasters, physical, man-made, earthquakes, things like that. In this case, the terrestrial networks, communication networks, collapse, and then you cannot communicate with the people in the disaster area or with the uh, people who are actually trying to save and mitigate the effects of the disaster. Live communication will be used extensively to provide communications in these areas. GovSatcom is the tool of the European Union to provide this robust, secure, and highly available satellite communications to governmental users. And please note that the availability of such high-quality uh, communication is in high demand, especially in case of crisis. But of course, uh, the GovSatcom services go beyond uh, the mitigation of disasters and encompass many aspects of governmental operations, which ensure the safety, the security, and the well-being of the European citizens. So GovSatcom will make available existing satellite communications services from European SATCOM operators, as well as the governmental satellite services of the new multi-orbit satellite constellation of the European Union, the IS Square. Thank you very much, Argus. You mentioned uh, GovSatcom for uh, crisis, for government uses. I was wondering if you can give us some examples, for example, besides the crisis, where actually GovSatcom is, is needed, how we can use it, how the government can use it, of course. Satellite communication for governmental use is used in many cases. Crisis management is one case. Another one big family of use cases is for to support some critical infrastructure, which are related to the well-being of the citizens. For example, consider water dams, consider also air traffic monitoring and control, and they are also related other critical aspects of the operation of the government, like safety operation, for example, consider things like border monitoring, especially in the areas that you don't have terrestrial connectivity, like in the sea or in remote areas up at the mountain. 
So these are why governmental satellite communication are used. GoSatcom will bring something really innovative in, in this case. Because today, some European countries are having their own satellite communication assets and some do not. So today, some countries in Europe use this kind of satellite communication services for these purposes, but they are bound to their own systems. And some others are dependent, heavily dependent, on external actors, which actually may not provide the satellite communication resources when needed, especially in the case of crisis, something emergent has happened. GovSatcom will provide to all European governmental users the ability to book, to search, to find, book, and use GovSatcom services very fast, very efficient, and I would say at the lower cost than they use today. So it will be quite a breakthrough. There will be also support for the non-savvy users to know how to use the service and how to get the maximum out of them. Thank you very much. So what is the role of USPA when it comes to GovSatcom? The role of USPA is actually instrumental in this. And we have delegated by the European Commission a number of tasks starting four something three, four years ago. We have started, first of all, with the definition of GovSatcom and actually the collection of the needs of the governmental user for satellite communications. GovSatcom, there was a very big discussion for quite uh, some time now, some years, even before starting the EU GovSatcom. So we want to consolidate these needs and what the users actually want to use. For this purpose, we had a very big Horizon Europe project called Adrusted, when we have taking inputs from more than 140 uh, governmental users, what they need from governmental secure SATCO. Uh, we collected these inputs and we have processed them and used them to actually create the legal framework of GovSatcom with the European Commission and the member states. So having defined what is GovSatcom, what the users actually want, uh, creating the legal framework. Now we are proceeding to the actual implementation of the system. So we are also managing the procurement, the main procurement for GovSatcom, the GovSatcom hub, which will actually uh, connect the suppliers, the satellite communication suppliers, with the governmental users and will create this ecosystem, the GovSatcom ecosystem. If we want to analyze GovSatcom from the point of your services and competitors, you already mentioned something very interesting about the providing a European secure network that can encompasses all the national networks. Which other featuring GovSatcom can offer that make it stand out against competitors? Thank you. Very interesting question. First of all, let me uh, explain something. We actually don't have any direct competitor. GovSatcom will encompass all existing European system, governmental, commercial, and will make available the best of their services to the governmental users. So actually, it's a brand new and innovative way of serving the European governmental users in a very fast and efficient way. How we will do this? What aspects are the most critical, let's say, or more interesting for the governmental users. First of all, it's that they will have a unified uh, satellite communication service 
catalog with all the services on the same place and also with prices. So it will be very easy for them, easy and fast to compare, select, and book services in this one-stop catalog with no need for the user to actually interact, consult, go into discussion with the satellite operators and can do it in parallel very fast with many different resource providers. Also, there will be user support to support the non-savvy governmental users to select the most appropriate satellite communication services for their needs, each specific need they have because For example, we consider they may have different needs through time in different missions. And also, there will be provision of end-to-end services, including the provision of terminals, installation, as they provided by our resource providers. And on top of this, having the best uh, of the breed of the European satellite communication services, governmental and commercial, we are going to have in the near future, the innovative satellite communication services, which will be provided by the European constellation Iris Square. Mentioning Iris Square, actually, Iris Square obviously is a big intergovernmental European project when it comes down to security and, and safety. Specifically speaking about the EU governments, you already mentioned that before, but maybe we can expand a bit on this on the on this topic. What is the added value for the EU government so having a service like GovSetcom? Thank you. For the EU governments, uh, there are very specific uh, benefits to use a GovSetcom. First of all, something which somehow has been measured between the lines, what I already told, is that they will enable uh, them to have easier and faster availability of secure satellite communications for uh, their users like the fire brigade, the ambulance, the coast guard, police, military. They, uh, if especially if a member state does not have their own satcom resources, have to go to the market and find these resources, book them in a quite cumbersome and, let me say, time-consuming procedure which is very important in case there's, there's an emergent need. Also, in case of emergency, there are a lot of cases, for example, when you have a crisis in an area, that you don't have uh, enough satellite communication resources, even if you want to book services from commercial systems. To address this point, along with, uh, of course, a very even much more easier way to book services, GovSatcom will also have some satellite communication resources, pool of pre-booked resources available to all EU countries in case of emergency. Apart from letting them book, find and book services very efficient, fast, and cost-effective, there will also be resources pre-booked waiting to be used in case of need, of an emergency, of a disaster. Thank you, Holgos. Just a curiosity, is this service going to be available only to the member state? Yes, they are going to be available only to the member states. If there are going to be some agreements with external uh, states, this is something that will follow in the future. So you mentioned before Iris Square, which is obviously a service uh, dedicated to security, to European security. So when it comes to GovSatcom, can we speak about security? What is the link here? 
And this is a real interesting question. So we have told already that uh, GovSatcom will support a lot of security, safety and security operations of the governments. In this respect, security is something inherent to the system. And of course, we have considered this from day zero or maybe day minus one, I would say, not even zero. So it was from the beginning in our mind, it has been reflected, of course, also in the user needs and requirements that we have collected before, as I told you, in Entrusted. And uh, we have actually worked with all member states in the European Commission to produce the security rules, the security framework for GovSatcom and IRIS. So yes, the security rules are there, they are followed, they are going to be implemented, some of them as IRIS and GovSatcom actually implemented and have been taken account in full. But uh, of course, you understand that I cannot go into details. What's the main difference between GovSatcom and Iris Square? Actually, they are both very complex projects. They're both from the European Union. They both involve with security. Can you help me out to understand this? Yes, it's uh, quite easy. GovSatcom is the pool of satellite communication services, capacities, other resources. It can pull from any source any satellite communication operator or service provider. And this will be made available to the users. We call all these providers, resource providers for GovSatcom. So all European satellite communication system, governmental or commercial, can be pulled in GovSatcom. One of the resource providers for GovSatcom, which will provide some very, very efficient services and innovative will be IRIS. So IRIS will be another one, but really uh, innovative, I would say, one resource provider of services for the governmental user of GovSatcom. So GovSatcom will be the one-stop shop for all governmental users, either for commercial, either for governmental resources or for the EU constellation IRIS. Thank you. That was quite clear. I understood. So is GovSatcom ready or is still being implemented? Well, GovSatcom is currently under implementation because uh, I told you we have started uh, three years ago, collecting the user requirements, uh, processing them, going through member states, define the framework, all the necessary features that will be there and also the security features. Today, starting from the end of 2023, we are running parallel products for the design of the GovSatcom hub, which will actually implement the GovSatcom ecosystem. And we expect to have within uh, 2024, by the mid of 2024, to start the implementation. By the end of 2024, to have the first initial services of GovSatcom. Of course, the implementation will continue in 25, 26, in order to reach in 2027 the final operation capabilities of GovSatcom with all the advanced features that we for C and when visits. Do you already have subscribers? I don't know. Subscribers is not the right word. It's from the media world, but do you already have government that have signed up for your services? Or is something that will happen later? Let me explain something for the architecture of GovSatcom. The GovSatcom hub, which is in the middle, will connect the resource providers, as I told you, 
and the users. The users shall be connected through their competent GovSatcom authorities. Consider something like one competent GovSatcom authority, CGA per member state. This authority will authorize inside the country which governmental users will use the GovSatcom services. So it's up to its member state to define who they will be their users. Now, <clears throat> today, there's been a call to the member states, to European countries, to nominate their CGAs in order to be in position to use their services. Up to now, as far as I recall, a little bit more than half of the European countries have nominated their CGAs so that we can, they will be in position to use the initial services. And there is a very, very big interest and a lot of questions from the other member states how to set up and prepare their uh, competent GovSatcom authorities. From our perspective, we see that all the member states are actually keen of nominating CGAs and then authorizing users to use the GovSatcom service. Yes, we see a lot of interest by our potential users and the member states. Thank you, Horgos. Anything else that you would like to add that I didn't ask you? I would like to add that although GovSatcom is uh, targeting the governmental users, it should be clear to the European citizens that the provision of the GovSatcom services to the governments will actually provide a lot of benefits for the European citizens because uh, in this way, with the GovSatcom services, the governments will be in position to provide much more better services for their users, governmental service the users, enhance safety and security, mitigate disasters, or even better, prevent disasters from happening. And this will be quite a breakthrough for a number, a big number of European citizens, especially in the countries that don't use governmental satellite communications today. Thank you very much. That was splendid. Horgos, thank you for being here with us. And uh, I wish uh, GovSatcom and Inuspy a fantastic development of your timeline and your implementation in the next uh, a couple of years. I'm looking forward to be updated on the results of, uh, of the process. Thank you very much for being here with us. Thank you very much for giving the opportunity to present the main aspect of GovSatcom. of the space industry, please visit our website at www.spacewatch.global. Subscribe to our newsletters, and of course, don't forget to become a space watcher. I'm Emma Gatti, editor-in-chief of Space Watch Global, your independent perspective on space. See you next time. Ciao.